Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 176th episode of the Poorly Planned Podcast. My name is Benedict. You may know me better as BHL Hudson. Here we talk about movies, TV shows, a bunch of nonsense. With me, as always, is my friend, co-host, and mutually sick buddy, Frederick. Yeah. We're both a little under the weather. I don't mean it in the sense that we're both sick dudes, although that is also true. Um, but we are... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> we're just very, very ill dudes. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the Ill brink of, of the death. mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I got a, got a little throat thing, got a little nose thing. Mm. It is what it is. <laughs> you would. Ah, uh, I thought you would go there. You hound. <laughs> I knew you would do that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what will never stop us from potting? Any... Wait. But that will not... St- I don't know. That was a weird okay. way of phrasing Everyone it. got what you were trying to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're heroes. Stop us from potting. That won't. Yes. We, we triumph through through disaster. Mm. We're modern day warriors, some could say. Um, exactly. Today. Um, oh, yes, please. Uh, time codes down below. I thought we would do <laughs> some mini reviews um, mm-hmm. and then talk a little topic because there wasn't really that much news this week. We just have one Michael B. Jordan piece of news, which is pretty cool. But... Um, I was thinking a little topic. Since Marvel Phase 4 has officially wrapped up with the start of Phase 5 with mm. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Bill Murray Mania, I thought we would rank <laughs> the MCU shows from Phase 4. Ooh, we did the movies. Very, very topical. Thank you. And um, I was thinking we'd do the, the Disney Plus shows. So that will be coming up later in the show. Kind of an anecdote-ish, but just I just wanted to give a little shout-out to the Weekly Planet podcast, which I'll be honest... Ooh. Even though that was the biggest inspiration for this pod and everything, and I still love them. Haven't been listening too much lately, just because, like, when you do your own movie podcast, you kind of, like, after you've talked about stuff, you don't, sometimes you don't really want to just, like, hear, you know, someone else uh-huh. talk about it as well. Um, but I've been getting back into it a little bit. They're, they're still, you know, they're still doing great. And I will say, I went on a bit of a night out, and I had one of the worst hangovers of my entire life. Like, I was like, this is how I die. Mm. This is it. And what genuinely, like, pacified me enough to to write it out was just throwing on an old episode of the Weekly Planet podcast from, like, 2014 or something and just, like, just lying there in, like, a devastated state. And I just want to (laughs) say the power of podcasts. If we... if I mean, of course, don't drink anyone, but if one day we can help someone like that who's going through mm. a hungover morning and our podcast although i feel like our podcast is a little bit too chaotic it's not like very relaxing it's kind of it's a little bit chaotic yeah. for for a I, hangover. yeah i mean it might it might <clears throat> make someone feel more hungover yeah. <laughs> it might make them projectile vomit but um <laughs> but yeah i just wanted to shout them out for for the power of podcasting helping me through it anyway shall we get into today's episode i have a couple little mini reviews here um and yeah, and I assume you have a couple, and... I do have a couple. Then we, we dive into some, some Marvel Phase 4 stuff. So first of all, uh, the first half of You Season 4 came out. Um, uh-huh. The first five episodes, and I have to say, I was a big fan of the You show. It's the one kind of like Netflix binge show that I've, I really got on board with. Um, very... Mm-hmm silly and dumb but also weirdly <laughs> charming and fun and enjoyable so i was actually quite it, hyped I've, I've i've never seen it because from what i've seen it looks like the few clips and trailers i've seen it looks like it's supposed to be taking itself a little bit seriously but does it not no i mean it is kind of like self-aware and comedic at least before this season i will say uh especially oh. towards the start it's a little bit more self-aware it's kind of like ridiculous like this guy is you know He's a stalker, and you're supposed to, like, kind of find him a bit charming, but then also he's so awful. But then also he's, like, weirdly incompetent. And it's just, like, I don't know. There's, it was a good mix of things. Um, and the new season okay. is legitimately awful. It's, it's like, it's so bad. And even for a show that's, like, you know, corny and goofy, and, like, it's, a, it's not a great show mm. or whatever, it's just, like, they've removed everything that made it fun. Like, now he's in England, and he's doing a whodunit mystery. And yeah, like, it was, like, who... Some someone like texts him or something. Yeah, and and like, he, he, I know who you are. He doesn't like they've, they've they're trying to make him so much more likable and like just like a normal protagonist. And the thing is like that is the whole like intrigue and like even though it's you know morbid fun and maybe it's like as a society should we be finding this fun? But like the whole fun of it is that he's murdering everyone and he's stalking everyone. And he's doing all this crazy shit. You know what I mean? He doesn't he, yeah, yeah. he doesn't murder a single person. He saves everyone he comes across. He's like a good guy. He's he's like a detective. Ugh. He also. 
And like, I, you know, I guess I respect this, but the actor said he didn't want to do any sex scenes because, you know, he's like, I'm a married man. I can't be doing this stuff. But also, I mean, like the show is kind of like an erotic thriller. Like part of the show yeah. is that. Suck it up. <laughs> like, yeah, so obviously, you know, you can't do something you're not comfortable with, but like that is part of the <laughs> character. Like it is part of the show. It's, it's just noticeably. Like, Isn't his whole thing that he's like completely like sexually deprived and he's just like a lustful beast <laughs> in a way yeah but it's just like yeah the first season it was just it was so tense and like when the girl he's dating finds like this you know box of teeth that he's kept or some shit it's all like terrifying and now this one's just like there's no there's no sex there's no murder there's no anything interesting it's also just so like poorly written and it's trying to do like the glass onion uh you know the menu like the rich people suck thing which we've seen like a million times now in mm. the past two years and I don't know, man. I mean, I still watched it, and I'll still watch the rest of it, because I'm, like, a, you know, loser, but big disappointment. It's just, like, even for kind of trash, not even trash TV, even for something that, you know, was fun, but not anything super highbrow, it's it's fallen off, mm. I would say, so. But fair. I'll still watch it, because fair, fair, fair. I'm that guy. Because <laughs> I am Himothy. <laughs> um, I will say, I, I know we, we usually stop uh, talking about these, um, or, like, we should, we built a a policy that we start talking about a show once we finished it. Mm. But I've now oh. pretty much stopped watching this for a while. Oh. So I think I can just can't safely help say I just can't help I can't help myself cuz I've watched about half of it and I'll get back to it at some point in the future, but right now I'm going to lay it on you. Okay. I have watched the first two seasons and I want to say like three episodes of Prison Break. Ooh, okay. I Mike Michael Schofield action. Of course. Were you not watching this a few years ago, or am I mistaken? Uh, you would be mistaken. Okay, never mind. The first season, actually, very very good. Like it's it's the I mean the first season so far is the only proper like prison break season mm-hmm. where like you get into the intricacies and and uh, like a bunch of uh, like characters that weren't accounted for like weren't part of the plan get in on it and stuff like that. it's like it's very like it's a good portrayal of the prison system i mean i don't know i assume <laughs> it's an accurate prison documentary <laughs> have, have, having been incarcerated for yeah. many a year <laughs> it does a good job of like you know kind of having the plan on one side and then the kind of like prison vibe on the other side very very good then the next season i mean do, do you mind if i spoil a bit yeah you go ahead spoiler the prison break comes off oh um, and then the next one is basically just them on the run the entire time. And it is, it's not nearly as good. Um, still some fun characters. Um, but my main problem with it is that it's five seasons. Each episode is 45 minutes long and there's 22 episodes <laughs> per season. <laughs> yeah. And like how much can you, like, even in the first season, that's really, really good. There's like half of it could have been cut out. It's just like. Mm. So many, like, useless details, I think, that, like, I mean, in the grand scheme, make it work, but it could have been told in, like, 13 episodes, and I think it would have been a lot more enjoyable. Sure. Um, so, so it's just, like, a bit of a, like, especially, like, the second season, while there's still some good moments, it was just a bit of a chore sitting through it. How many prisons can you break, really? Exactly. How? And now they're in a new prison. Like <laughs> They got back that? in prison. Ah, oh, they're the worst. They got, they're so- they, well... Yeah, so the guy who, Michael Schofield, who made the whole escape, is now back in prison. Like, what's yeah. what's up with that, Michael? I think it sounds a little bit like um, a kind of a problem I had with Westworld, where the first season, it's this really fun premise, and like, but it kind of lends itself just to the one season, although Westworld, you could have done more, but like with Prison Break, once they break out of the prison, it's like, okay, they yeah. have to be on the run, they have to go back to another prison. It, it's kind of yeah. hard to not make it repetitive or move away from yeah, what made it fun. I mean, there is like an overarching story that the reason he's so he's basically breaking his brother out of prison because his brother was framed for the murder of the vice president's brother. Great. Yeah, and then there is a. Sh- I will say there is a bit of a shocking twist. Turns out he's still alive and has been hiding because someone found out that the vice president and her brother had an incestuous relationship <laughs> together. Damn. That's a <laughs> interesting <laughs> hot take. Maybe not for me, <laughs> but overall, a fun, a fun show. Some good characters, but a bit of a chore so far. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things from from people who've watched the first season. But yeah, I have heard it kind of like most things. Kind of The Walking Dead as well. Kind of falls off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 
Let's see. I lumped these two together. Not that they have literally anything to do with each other, but um, just because I don't have too much to say about either. I watched The Shining, the original uh, Stanley Kubrick movie. Um, mm-hmm. Just very, very good. Very spooky. I was talking to a scene about it, and it was kind of embarrassing, because he was like, yeah, I liked it, I just wish it was scarier. And I was like, are you kidding me? It was so spooky. I was, <laughs> are you kidding me? I was pissing myself. Spooked out of my pants. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, just <laughs> extremely well made, and just very unsettling. More of my kind of horror, like a little bit, you know, there's jump scary stuff, but it's more psychological, and it's also very open-ended, and has a lot of questions. I spent, like, 20 minutes after just kind of, like, looking at theories and stuff about what it all means. So, you know, obviously, great film. Um, mm-hmm. And then very similar vibes, I watched Matilda the Musical, um, <laughs> another horrific tale. Uh, no, yeah, I, I Matilda the Musical. I was. It's actually. I really got like. I kind of got screwed here. I'm not gonna lie because I wanted to go see Cocaine Bear, right? And mm. <laughs> there was only one person who was available, and I was like, well, this person probably is not going to want to go see Cocaine Bear and probably really wants to see Matilda the Musical. So I was like, all right, do you want to go see Matilda? Because I want to go to the cinema anyway. And they're like, yeah, sure. And uh-huh. then later on, like later on the same day, I get a snap and she's like, oh yeah, um, my sister wanted to see Cocaine Bear. So we went and saw Cocaine Bear. I was like, we could have seen Cocaine Bear. So I should have, I should have uh, just gone my gut. But... <laughs> we could have seen the greatest movie of all time. Because <laughs> when we were at the cinema getting the tickets, like fucking, um, there was this old lady, which I guess is kind of a baller move to just go up to the tickets and be like, what's good? Like, what, what's a good movie? And the, the tickets, I was like, uh, I heard Cocaine Bear is good. <laughs> it's like little old lady. Cocaine gonna... Bear was excellent. <laughs> but on the plus side, I am seeing it tonight. So that'll be good. But, um, Oh, you lucky bastard. I think I'll be watching it like tomorrow or Thursday, probably. It's going to be good. It's going to be, it's going to be. I'll watch it before we pod. Ah, let's go. Next time. Yeah, next week, I think we have Cocaine Bear and maybe a Creed 3 kind of thing. So that could be good. But. Oh my goodness. Um, Matilda the Musical. I mean, it's, it's cute and, you know, charming and I mean, it's like a, you know, kid's movie, but, uh, mm. they have a, a big song and dance a lot. It's a musical. Um. The girl plays Matilda's quite good. <laughs> they do this thing that's called singing and dancing. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> Emma Thompson is Miss Trunchbull, and she's she's pretty good. Um, she's what? Miss Trunchbull. Have you seen... Are you familiar with Matilda, the story? No, I thought you said she is this Trunchbull. I was like, I have no, no clue she, what she plays is. Mrs. Trunchbull. She's like the big the big scary one. So what's what's this about? This sounds... You don't know the story of Matilda? Sounds like a horror movie. No. The Roald Dahl never story. heard... I mean, I've heard, I've heard the story heard about it but i never actually she's the super smart exposed to the story who goes to like a school where the headmaster is really mean and then she's so smart that spoiler alert maybe she has telekinetic powers or whatever and then she you know um then she saves the day and moves in with miss honey who's all you know nice it's a nice story i don't know it was it was cute but it was yeah for for what it was which is you know a cute little kids musical it was uh Mm. it was it was solid i guess (laughs) i did get a text message from a friend of mine afterwards based on my letterbox review that just said like why are you watching trash <laughs> I like, I don't why know, are you not watching cocaine bear with us <laughs> yeah, like, why are you not watching the kino that is cocaine bear um but anyway go ahead <laughs> the kino <laughs> um i have lately wait uh, what a weird way to start that lately mm. i've been kind of thinking about the the disney and like uh, well-known animated movies that I've missed out on. And so in honor sure. of that, me and my girlfriend, we sat down and watched Coco for the first time. Mm, for the first time. That seems like such a for you movie to like. Exactly. I thought it was so, so good. Like, genuinely just one of the most delightful Disney movies. I've, is, it, is it Pixar? Disney Pixar? Or it is, is, it, just it is a Pixar, but yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the most delightful Pixar movies I've ever seen. It was mm. so good. I think I gave it four or four and a half on Letterboxd, and it was you just did, such a feel-good movie. Like, feel-good feel movie. Good. It's got some, got um, some good music. Remember me? You make me un poco loco, un poco loco, the way you right, drive yeah. me crazy. No, I'm nodding uh, and I'm yes. And we've been sued by Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> And we both owe our that lives. I'm only un poco. Uh, did you just get? Did you just forget the word feet? Why <laughs> <laughs> was I supposed? To, I don't know the songs from fucking Coco. <laughs> don't look at me like that's a song we both know the lyrics to. 
I know the one Remember Me, because that's the one. But that's not the most famous one. Yeah, it is. He sang it at the Oscars. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, it was a good movie. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Cute dog. But yes, very good. Fun, fun movie. I did, uh, I saw it back in, back in the cinema, actually. Um, was a, was a fun time. Was a fun time. <laughs> was a, was a good moment for me. Um, some would say a core memory. <laughs> <laughs> the last one I have here, we should talk about briefly. It's, mm. uh, last night, Jake Paul, Tommy Fury had a, had, yes. a, had a fight. And, They uh, did have a fight. And Jake Paul lost. And I was... Oh, thank goodness. I was so happy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, was, I, just, I was very overjoyed. It was a great moment. And then the memes on Twitter were hilarious. And it was just... It was very good. It was a very fun couple of, <laughs> I think, couple of hours. I think you'll very much enjoy the way I found out about this. How, how did you find out? So, so, again, I was out last night. And then, as one does, I went to the chippy yeah, afterwards. Of course. of course. I was getting myself a, like a chicken tikka wrap or something. Mm-hmm. Not a bad choice. And as I'm standing there about to pay, I get like, not okay, swarmed is a dangerous word, but I get like... Mobbed. <laughs> I get surrounded by three elderly dudes, like, and when I said elderly, I mean like, in their late 40s. Elderly <laughs> to be talking to me in a chippy. Sure. And then they just go up to me. Alright, son. Who do you think would win in a boxing match? A professional boxer or a YouTuber? <laughs> and I was like... They was thought like, they'd oh, got you so good. <laughs> I was like, ooh, and I turned around and they were not expecting me to to have all this pent up knowledge. I was like, no way did Jake Paul win. And then they're like, oh, you're a follower. I was like, you you're well, not a him, follower. You, I follow the I follow the the events. And they're like, well, lad, he lost. And then we all celebrated at the chippy. Let's go. That's actually such a awesome. I was like, I was like. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> how did you guys know about this? I like how they would be surprised that you know. Like, guess <laughs> like, if you should be the one like, why the fuck do you know who Jake Paul is? <laughs> yeah, You're like, late 40s. <laughs> you are of the elderly. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's actually um, really awesome. There was actually some, I mean, not very similar, but just a horrific moment where we were at this like half club, half bar thing this week. And the fucking, like, I don't know, they have this weird thing where they have, like, the TV on, even though, like, after a certain time, it's kind of converted into a club, but they keep the TV on. And so you're just, like, you're on, like, a club dance floor, but then you look over, and there's just, like, a Jake Paul Tommy Fury advertisement playing. And it was just so (laughs) weird. And I very drunkenly grabbed my friend. I was like, oh, my God, Lucas, that fucking fight. And he was like, we're in the club, and you're talking to me about Jake Paul and Tommy Fury. And I was like, yeah, no, that's that's a good point, actually. But, um... No, he did. He did lose, and it was great. I mean, he got yeah, he got just like comfortably outboxed. He, he just isn't that good. Like it's sort of mm-hmm. sort was, of whatever. Should it was, have been? Should it have been a split decision? Or no, it not at all. He lost like I'd say I don't know six to two. He won two rounds, maybe I don't know. But okay, yeah, it was just like it was just exactly what everyone said of like. It's what you'd expect. Like once you fight someone who actually like is younger and your same size and knows how to box, then you'll mm. lose. And like Tommy Fury is like not a very good boxer. Like he's like, like he'd get beat up by like the top fifty of his weight division of like actual boxers, ah, and he beat yeah. up Jake Paul. So it's like, yeah, it was just a very satisfying conclusion of like, mm-hmm. you know, I I see all these people saying like, oh, you gotta respect him, and like he stepped in there. It's like. I don't gotta respect him. He's an asshole. Like, why would I respect? Yeah, he's just like I would respect if he was like, had like a bit nervous or like a bit more humble in his approach. But if he's like, I'm gonna fuck this guy up and then I'm gonna yeah. Wasn't there something like if he beat Tommy Fury, he'd be like, I mean, this might be wrong. I just saw like an article. It was like if Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury, he ranks number fifteen. In yeah. Something. No, they were gonna rank like the WBC, which is this piece of terrible yeah I, yeah but they were gonna like rank him because they want to give him a belt or something so they can make money off his fights but it's like it was all it's all a bunch of bullshit and it's just yeah it's so uh, it's like yeah like mm. you can't have it both ways where like someone talks all this shit for five years and then when they lose and you're like oh you can't celebrate like, like you gotta oh, respect he, but he tried yeah, it's like of course i celebrate he taught he's been such an annoying asshole for like five years and then he finally gets like he, he loses it's great it's great fun you know what i mean um, uh-huh. exactly yeah no it was it was a good time and and also i mean i think i, I mean i wouldn't i would still say jake paul would be a favorite 
But I, th I think KSI could maybe, maybe do something. Maybe do something. Because, like, again, Tommy Fury's not that good. And he, like, comfortably beat him. Mm. So it's like... Well, so... Like, Jake Paul just isn't a very... Like, he he's not very good. Like, obviously, he's better than every, you know, influencer. But he's, like, he's still not very good. He, like, he doesn't have yeah. good, you know, combinations. He, he has, like, very obvious, like, telegraphed attacks. Like, and if someone's, you know, young enough to take it and fat like and he Tommy Fury got hit by like his best stuff and he was fine you know what I mean so it's like mm -hmm. but was there a knockdown on Tommy Fury was that just there like was a but it was it was a little bit more of like a kind of like he wasn't like hurt it was more of kind of like a yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of tripped over it's himself like it, he tried to evade and then like got pushed yeah yeah like technically yeah, yeah I guess like he was down. immediately up yeah but it was, it was he wasn't effect and he went on to win the rest of that round like he, he beat him up like it was just it was a good time to watch Jake Paul just getting punched in the face because like he's like very good. he's very unlikable. <laughs> like and that's he his is, whole point. He's incredibly unlikable. You can't you can't do that whole shtick and then be like, oh you have to but you have to respect how like you know he's it's like no fuck him. He's been like it's yeah. been fuck we've been watching him <laughs> since like twenty eighteen when he fucking fought Deji. Even, you know even I mean? earlier. Yeah. Was that was that that was oh yeah. So yeah, um, anyway. Have you, have you seen the have you seen the video? And this is the caption of this was definitely the most enjoyable thing at the event was when uh some like reporter or announcer was like oh. talking to logan paul yes. <laughs> like logan paul gives like a pretty heart like a heartfelt message to jake paul and he's like i love you bro <laughs> the announcer's like i love you too love you too man <laughs> so embarrassing bro i mean that guy is like a nice like i've seen his other interviews he's like a cool guy but that was that was a rough one yeah as if he That's was talking why would, an why would he say i love you in the middle of that but um, <laughs> you must have been overjoyed. It's like you do. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there was also a, quite a good thing. I think I sent it to you on Instagram, where someone tweeted. It was like a picture of, um, and it said like, it was a picture of Deji sitting behind Deontay Wilder, and it was like the hardest oh, hitter yeah. in boxing <laughs> history sitting well. behind Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Just pretty good. Um, the goat sitting behind Deontay. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, good fun. Um, I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. It was it was just a cathartic experience after, you know, watching uh -huh. this stuff for the past five years. Um, yeah, I feel good in my heart. It just, it was a, I slept <laughs> My <beautifully>. soul <laughs> cleansed. <laughs> but yeah, so that was, that was that. Yeah, good stuff. Very good. I mean, I don't think I have, wait, let me quickly check my letterbox here, but I don't think I have any more... Well, that was to go through. Segue nicely into uh, today's topico. Uh, I've been logged out of my letterbox. I uh, let's just go. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> well, with Marvel's Phase Four wrapping up, mm. and they had a number of Disney Plus shows. One, two, three, four. Can I just, five, can I just say you look like some godly presence? Right <laughs> yeah, I have had to position my computer away from my desk so i'm just silhouetted against my like wall window thing and i feel like it's beautiful view yeah no i mean it's honestly it's like it's a great room um but we thought you know we talked about the marvel phase four movies we ranked them and mm -hmm. since there's a lot of talk about marvel lately anyway thought we go through the phase four shows rank them as well um and now i have to say i'll be tr yes. i'll try to be a little more fair here because i feel like i'll be a little forgiving i won't give them the old bhl hudson shakedown <laughs> bhl hudson shakedown that should have been what i called that that fucking podcast i tried to do the bhl hudson shakedown oh like the the, the movie hour thing. bhl, BHL yeah. hudson's movie hour yeah that would have been uh would have been a how many episodes was that i believe four um anyway i think that should still be i think that should be revived honestly <laughs> uh i think because after, and we'll get to this with the comments, which I haven't looked at yet, but I feel like after we talked about Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though I stand by what I said, I feel like I went a little mm. hard. I feel like I got a little fired up. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I don't know. And I feel like I've sort of resorted to, you know, like the way we talk is sort of how you, you know, it's just like how you talk with your friends, how you talk after you've seen a movie. But I feel like exactly. I have resorted like, to going to like... You can be very boisterous and very like... Yeah, you go like, ah, oh, that, that, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. Fucking stupid, yeah. But in fact, it probably wasn't. But at the same time, it was not... No, I mean, it was, it was still very they bad. They were close I, to the best thing I've seen. <laughs> I still I still thought it was very bad, but I've even with the, some of the shows, like, I'll, like, I was thinking about, like, well, as we get to, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'll go, like, oh, that was the most boring shit I've ever seen. Like, it actually wasn't that bad. So, anyway, I'll, we'll try to be more fair here, but mm. let's dive into it. Starting off with the first ever Marvel Disney Plus show, WandaVision. WandaVision. Ooh. Was WandaVision before Falcon? It was. It kicked it all Damn. off. 
in uh, January 2021, I think, maybe. Um, I will say... God damn. Sorry, this is fucking truck that keeps driving by. Get a life. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> As I try to be less to mean. Sabotage the pod. <laughs> I think this is a highlight of the Disney Plus shows. I think this was a very good way to kick mm-hmm. it off. Um, I would agree. And I think that because it's... I would say the most interesting one, and like the one that's trying the most, especially towards the start. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, like it really embraced, you know, what you can do with the TV thing with uh, each episode changing genres, and the building of the mystery was actually quite compelling. Yeah, the kind of like suspense and, and thrilling. Yeah, you're like, what's that it? fucking beekeeper doing there? I was just thinking that, like, what's it was what's, a good moment why is he here. Why, why that is, was a very, I would argue, maybe one of the best moments of the series. I was like, right? Oh, damn. This and is, she's kind of. This is, this is messed up. She's kind of scary. Like, you can tell she's done something wrong, and, like, she's kind of like, stop, and then, <laughs> stop. And then the whole thing, like, <laughs> rewinds or whatever. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I would say, as with most things, the eventual reveal of the suspense building isn't as interesting as what you could, like, build up in your head. Because also, they can't yeah. do anything like that crazy. Like, if they'd revealed... You're that- sounding very schizophrenic right <laughs> now. <laughs> if they'd revealed, like, she'd murdered everyone in the town or something, they couldn't really do that with, like, a Disney character Avenger thing, but... I guess. But also, That would have made that- her transition to a villain in Doctor Strange more believable. Would have made more sense. Um, yeah, I think everyone's really great in it. Like, I think that second episode, I just remember where they do this, like, 1950s thing where they do, like, a magic show. They're all really good at playing, the, like, Paul Bettany and her are, like, really good at being that, like... Yeah. You know, those kind of uh, TV actors from that time. Exactly. I dare say the most delightful Bettany we've ever seen. 100%. He's doing all kinds of gags. He's being a bit goofy. Yeah. He's, 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 be, he's being a little goofball. He's little... making puns about being a robot, but but not really being a robot. And it's all, ooh, yeah, I see what you did there. It's great. It's very it's, good. <laughs> it's comedy gold, really. <laughs> uh, and I do think it... I wouldn't say it falls apart completely, but it does become no, way less but it just becomes... It becomes a bit generic towards the end. Yeah, it, it gets it gets very it gets sort of marvelly where it's like here's your whole backstory presented like just in an episode where we just go through everything that happened and then it gets very mm-hmm. marvelly in that like and here's a big CGI spectacle and I guess you have to do that but also with how like original it started there maybe could there have been a way to like also do a more original finale like you could have been like fighting whatever agatha through like different sitcoms you know like through different exactly that was like yeah like similar to like a multiverse kind of thing where instead of traveling through multiverses you're traveling through like yeah the different sitcom era times yeah i think that could have been very yeah you're changing you know from from one persona to another and like i don't know just anything more than like here's this kind of especially because everything else up until that point looked very authentic like they did a good job making the shows look very real and then it's like Mm. It made all, like, her costume, Agatha's costume, look very, like, kind of Halloween story and... Very yeah. Halloween story, yeah. I, yeah, it's not terrible. It's not the worst ending. Like, I like Vision and, and other Vision having a bit of, like, a... Like, hey, what are you... A bit of a... What if a boat was... I a am boat? Vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, so is, is that Vision now just kind of roaming? He's hanging out. He's just on a beach just, somewhere. Getting his... Yes. As scholars say, Bing Chiling. Um. <laughs> we would be. Topical reference. Um, yeah, no, they're actually making a Vision show, because of course they are. Um, of course. Because Vision That's is honestly the most... something I would watch. Really? <laughs> Just for the Betany. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> That's how they should advertise it. You think I give a fuck about Vision? <laughs> I like Betany. That's a very good point. Betany is really nutty. Um, I don't know. I think overall... It left like a bad taste in my mouth, I guess, because I didn't think it ended very well. But overall, mm. which might be the case for actually a few of these, I think it was actually quite a good show, like in hindsight. I agree. I think it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, especially, I think even if, yeah, like, it's like the originality and like fun idea of it makes up for the the very kind of like shitty generic ending. So, yeah, like when I think about it, the overall kind of like takeaway I have of it is a fun sitcom Marvel show, not yeah. a, ah, Vision flies away to meet another Vision and then flies off. Yeah. We then had the maybe the one that I was the most excited for, actually, um, and mm. thus may have resulted in some disappointment, but in hindsight, also not that bad. The Falcon and, excuse me, the Winter Soldier. <laughs> the Falcon and the Snotty Boy. <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. Um, 
Because, you know, we loved their their little cheeky dynamic. We love We do love a little cheeky dynamic. Mackie and Stan. They seem like such great dudes. Um, mm-hmm. Make daddy a sandwich, as Mackie's famous quote goes. <laughs> also problematic, I would say, in this day and age. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's not, you know, yeah. It's one of those where, like, all the, like, alpha male accounts will post him and be like, Anthony Mackie's escaped the Matrix <laughs> or whatever. But I think he was just trying <laughs> to be Anthony like, Mackie funny. knows what's up. Um, but... I remember also, by the way, just random Sebastian Stan stories. I have many. Um, of course. My dad watched... How you approach any girl at a party. <laughs> by the way, do you want to hear one of my Sebastian Stan stories? <laughs> she... Yeah, never mind. But, uh... <laughs> you know where it's going to I be. could tell where it was going. Yeah. Um, my dad watched I, Tonya, And I was like, oh, that mm. has um, Sebastian Stan in it. And he just looked at me and he goes, wait, was he Jeff? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes, he was. He was like, oh, no way. Papa Hudson is completely flabbergasted. <laughs> the legend of Truly Jeff. not Jeff. <laughs> um, but what did you think of Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, Bicker, and then Timo? Um, I honestly don't remember too much of it. I, I, again, I liked the dynamic. Yeah. I thought the story was, again, a little, little kind of, a little bit generic. I, I really, I actually really liked the addition of um the new captain america guy yes i forget his i forget his name uh um, sharon uh steve harvey it's <laughs> russell isn't his name russell something colonel russell something russell crow that's the one. right okay great i can't tell no even... colonel Ru- is colonel russell not like the guy who turns into like red hulk or something no that's general ross Ah, okay. Ah. Well, you see the you see the confusion <laughs> a little bit, but yes, I did think he was very good. Actually, he's the son. The actor is the son of um, of oh God. Come on, Kurt Russell. That's what I'm thinking of. Russell, Russell. Ah, very um, good. Well, anyway. I very much enjoyed him. I thought he was very good. Yeah. Um. Also, weird, very, very weird uh, <laughs> thing that might be completely wrong, but I'm picturing his face right now. Yeah. And for some reason, his face seems very similar to Modoc's face. Is that just me? <laughs> I think he has, in that, the way they squish it into that helmet, he has a bit of a, of a, a square face. Um, I remember there were he people... He does have a very square face. There were people who were comparing him to um, Carl from Up at the time. <laughs> which was, you know... That's so mean. Slightly <laughs> mean. But he just compared him to what we described last week as an unacceptably ugly character, so... <laughs> Like, I don't know who's, who's worse here. Um, <laughs> like, criminally awful. But um, I, I guess I kind of see it. awful. I think he's a handsome man. I think he's a handsome man. I'm just saying, like, Modoc some of the features is. just kind of, like, remind me of Modoc. I suppose. Um, but I did think he was very good. And I think, I don't know, yeah, I think it's it's a show that has, like, a lot of cool ideas in it. And is kind of bogged down by, like... A generic through line like the whole what are, i think they're called the flag smashers like then they're like terrorists who aren't really terrorists but then they also blow up a bunch of people it's like mm, seems like a terrorist to me but um <laughs> seems like something a terrorist would do i, I don't know but. <laughs> i'm just being real here but i think like yeah if they kept it more to like the the new captain america storyline which provides like some fun moments with you know sebastian stan's not having it and also he's an interesting character he's kind of fucked up in the head in mm. a little bit and then also like I don't know, their dynamic, and maybe they go after, you know, Batroc the Leaper from the first episode, played by a UFC fighter. Ah, uh, yes. You know, they, they do something like that, or they, they <clears throat> and they, yeah, it, it kind of felt like everyone was like, oh, these guys are so funny in the movies together, and then they put them in the show, and they're like, okay, how do we kind of, like, some of the banter felt like a little bit forced, like, how do we well, keep yeah. them being funny? <clears throat> I think part of the thing is, it was very charming because it happened, and you know, like, you see these you see these characters doing their own thing, and then when they kind of converge, it's charming to have a few like lines back and forth, a few quips, yeah, and that's it. But then putting it into like a eight episode is it eight or ten episodes? I think it was six episodes. So, oh well, okay. Yeah, damn, six might work then. No, yeah. but like into a, a whole show where they're basically forced to banter is like yeah, and they just have to like fix. I do. I do enjoy. Episodes. The very implied sexual intercourse between Sebastian Stan and Mackie's sister. At <laughs> that the was end. good, yeah. Sebastian Stan being his new stepbro. <laughs> or brother-in-law. Exactly. However that works. But yeah. Um, Mackie about to make Sebastian Stan a sandwich. Hey, yo. 
Um, I AKA think, his new daddy. <laughs> I think um, I also think like the whole Mackie becoming the new Captain America, they could have focused more on. I think honestly, you just cut that flag smasher shit and it's a much more like interesting, less. Yeah. Because gen- all the stuff that I think about where I'm like, ah, oh, that wasn't that interesting. It's all that shit. Like everything else. Zemo, Zemo comes back. He's pretty fun. He has like a fun Zemo little is dance. quite fun. Um, he just, they just put him back in jail or does he escape? I forget. I, I don't know, but he's going to be in another movie, which actually, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing that. He, and there's, some, like there's some solid action and, you know, the, the Wakandans show up and that's kind of interesting. Honestly, yeah. It's, it was a pretty fun show. It was just like, it was a little bit, again, sort of like stuff that maybe they feel like they have to put in, kind of like overstuffed it and it leaves you feeling kind of like, eh. Like, I remember at the time watching every episode, I was like, yeah, that was okay. And then at the end, I was like, I don't really remember much because it's kind of bogged down this stuff. But it does, you know, I like the new Captain America suit at the end. Like, it's not a bad show. It's just sort of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there were some decisions. If they'd cut some stuff, it would have been better. But I, I like, what do you think of the Captain America suit at the end, by the way? Uh, can't say I remember that. M- oh, is that the one that's primarily white? Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. I I liked it. I I thought it was a good one. I yeah. I mean, good suit. I will say this might be a weird thing to say, but I think I like the fact that this show felt as it should, kind of like lower scale. Like it's mm. not as like as big as a you know. I mean, I think Wanda. Vision towards the end felt like oh yeah it's a lot of a lot of stuff happening whereas this one like a lot of stuff was happening but it did feel kind of more insignificant in the grand scheme of like the Marvel universe right which I think is good for a for for a show yeah it's not trying to do too much no I agree just Mackie trying to stop some people who definitely weren't terrorists from blowing up buildings with people in them Um, yeah exactly we're not terrorists we just killed a bunch of children (laughs) get over it Mackie. And Mackie's like, you're right. And Mackie, come on. At the end where Mackie's like, you gotta stop calling them terrorists. And then someone made an edit where like it cuts them like blowing up a van full of people or something. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, enough political talk. We then have mm. Loki, which is another one mm. that I feel like was ruined for me by a terrible ending, which I'll stand by till the day I die. But the rest of it, kind of fun. I- I'm gonna say probably my favorite. Pretty fun Marvel shows. Like, yeah. again, very fun actually. I think I think my before we get into good stuff because my nature is to complain now. I guess I think the like it is bogged down a little bit by like it's sort of this technical like TVA stuff. And you know, oh, if we go in this timeline, we'll do this. And if it, and there's like a little bit of too many of those conversations where I'm like, okay, just get to like the the stuff. But when it does get to the stuff. Loki and Owen Wilson, really fun buddy team up. A great back and forth. Um, Very wholesome towards the end as well. Yeah, like, yeah, cute. And, and Sylvie's, you know, pretty solid character. I, um, I'd have to say, I didn't love their, like, chemistry or their romance. Sylvie. She was the female Loki. Is that, is that the female Loki, yeah. And it was kind of weird when he f- fucks himself or whatever. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's you may hot. find that weird. I find that <laughs> if you, let, me, let me pose you a question. <laughs> okay. If a woman... Six foot yes. five. Yes. Bright ginger hair. Uh, mm. Name. She sounds beautiful. Frederica. <laughs> she walks in and she loves frisbee and volleyball and a bunch of nonsense. Are you mm. slapping a ring on it? I was going to say laying the pipe, but I felt like I'd be more discreet. Um, well, two questions. Would you, would you fuck yourself as a woman is my question. Questions. Okay. Do I be... Do I have some junk in my trunk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good what, what, what is my bosom like? <laughs> what is my bosom? Uh, you know, you have, you have a, an average bosom and an average behind. Would I, would I be described as a pog? <laughs> uh, in your current state right now, yes. I don't know about the female one, but... Uh, <laughs> okay, well then absolutely. <laughs> would I be described as a pog? Um, yeah, I don't know. Something I pondered. Whether you're a pog or not. Okay, well, well, you, you. Um, I don't think a so. A woman comes, four foot two. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> you had that one line as soon as I as soon as I said six foot five. You're like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. <laughs> this, this guy's going down. <laughs> I don't think so. I think. Um, okay, I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah, I try to run away from it now. Now that I'm the normal one, you're like, no, oh no, fine, you know what? I fucking would. I'd be a fucking Olympic specimen as a woman. <laughs> yeah. Conversations derailed a little bit. Um, I think you know I like the setting as well, like the TVA. They could do more with it, but it's sort of like a fun, goofy world. Um, mm. 
yeah, I think it's really fun to start when like you're in, getting introduced to all these concepts and characters. Then as it goes, it gets a little bit like kind of bogged down in itself. But quite a fun show actually. In hindsight, terrible ending. Hate the ending. Burn it with fire. Okay, let's 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 talk about the ending. We've already talked about so much. Really... It's just so shit. Okay, it's so Kang, right? Yeah. You are not a fan. No, I get it. I wasn't either. But if you take away from the performance. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm... And like that whole like monologue. Well, the monologue is the whole. What do you episode. think of the ending? That's the problem. The whole episode like, is so, this fucking okay, more, more. Okay, more of what actually happens instead of like. So think about the consequences. Kang dies. Is it? Was Sylvie? Is that her name? Sylvie. Yeah. Sylvie kills him. Timelines are disrupted. Owen Wilson forgets who Loki is. Honestly, kind of heartbreaking to me. But it's not that interesting of an. It's like a. It's just like a. It's another classic. Like it's like and and the Lost Quantumania. We're like and you know maybe something will happen next time. Something interesting. And it's like. But this one is the one that sets up all the different things. Yeah, but who cares? We have. have what have we seen can... that's been interesting from from here of that? Well, yeah, but that's the. <laughs> Rest of the like, <laughs> product's fault. But I feel Loki like Loki pulled his weight. A, <laughs> Loki did not pull his weight. At least not in that finale. I disagree. I disagree hard. <laughs> Maybe I gotta rewatch it, but I also never will. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I really need to rewatch it, but I shan't. <laughs> I'd rather think about if I would have intercourse with a female version of myself. The answer is yes. I think about that often. I do too, honestly. I've made fan art of it. I think I would have sex with a female version of you. <laughs> <laughs> I caught me really off guard for some reason. Even it was the obvious next thing to say. Um, well, speaking of alternate versions of oneself, by the way, interesting thing. I just I just want to bring this up real quick. I watched a video that was about like how blockbuster Hollywood movies have become like totally sexless lately. And I actually I hadn't thought of it. But if you think about it, like I agree. When was the bring last- back Cortez? <laughs> Genuinely. Like, it's like, they're like, yeah, Top Gun Maverick, like, they kept it so sanitized, and all the Marvel movies have no, like, there is definitely, a, and, like, all the Star Wars movies, there's nothing, it's actually weird, it makes it feel, like, kind well, of I mean, weirdly robotic, and, like, I actually... I would not want to see a sex scene in a Star Wars <laughs> or Marvel just movie. Just Chewbacca That's not, that's not what I go there for, ham. sitting there watching Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck is Paul Rudd not using his Paul Rod? What the fuck? <laughs> But I, honestly, okay, we don't need to see. And like, I would argue a literal. That Bill Murray is brings a deep sexual tension to. <laughs> Bill any... Murray brought sex back to Hollywood in this one movie. Um, but I think <laughs> Bill Murray saved sex. <laughs> I think like the that would have actually. Like, we don't need to have like a sex scene explicitly, but like any kind of romance. What fucking romance does Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly have in that movie? Like they're like just like two cousins you know what i mean like it's not you don't get a sense that they're like romantic at all anyway we move on speaking of sexless shows to what if i actually quite enjoyed what if um yeah it's nothing too uh special but you know for what it is like for the concept it does it quite well it's like a fun little Mm -hmm. some episodes are kind of hit or miss there's one about thor being a party boy that's very uh uninteresting and i've only seen like two or three episodes i did not enjoy it that much yeah no i mean i think at the end it also gets real weird because it it introduces, like, the Watcher as a primary character, and it sort of, like, yeah. kind of ruins the whole premise of the thing. I was a little bit like, ah, because now, how are you going to do more of these if the Watcher's just going to, like, step in and, you know, do some shit? But, I don't know, there was a Doctor Strange episode that was actually really good, and it was solid. You know, for what it was, I think it was it was a good mm. show. Um, I like um, Thanos being the good guy as well. find that kind of fun. Yeah, no, that, but that's all, only kind of, like, a very brief moment. I mean, yeah, there, there are little yeah, yeah, yeah. details that are quite fun. Um, and overall episodes, I say they were, like, you know, 50-50. Some were good, some were, like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we move on to Hawkeye, a show that mm. I think has been the victim of the over-exaggerated, oh, my God, it's so fucking shit kind of mentality, when really I just think it's pretty mid. Very mid. But so mid to the fact that it's just... I mean, it, I like yeah. Haley Steinfeld, but I like her in most things. I think she's a... She brings a, a lot of charm. She's very like Renner. I mean, again, pretty good. I, I enjoy a good Ren. Um, Renner's, I like Renner like, and everything. I'm sick of all everyone's shit energy, but it's almost a little too much. Like it's like six episodes of him yeah. just sighing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he falls into a Christmas tree. He does. <laughs> um, Lalo Salamanca's in it. I don't know if you've gotten to him in Better Call Saul, but he's very 
He's an amazing actor. I have not yet, but he's I want pretty, to. He's pretty okay in it, I guess. He, they don't do much with he him. He turns out to be a, a hero, was he it? He does. That's the big twist. He's kind of a red herring. Um, I mean, yeah. It's just... That's the thing that I was watching. I was just like, it's so aggressively okay that I was like, I can't hate on anything. Like, it's like nothing's terrible. And I'm just like, I'm so... Like, I'm feeling literally nothing watching it. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, mm. all the banter feels like very... Just like I don't, I don't want to say like AI generated show, but like it just, <laughs> it just has the vibe like that's a very good way of everything's just it, totally fine and like confident and mm. yeah. The only time I felt anger was when they absolutely just shat all over the legacy of Wilson Fisk. <laughs> they did bring him back as a as a uh, I mean, Florida pimp maybe. As a yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what he's trying to be like a guy who like vomits in casinos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they shoot him in the face, but he's alive because he'll be back in, you know, Daredevil or whatever. I also, I really don't like Echo as a character just because, like, I, not even I don't like... I don't remember anything about but Echo. But she was, that's the thing, it was just like, it felt so much because they'd already announced they were making a show of her, and then it was just like, they were just trying so hard to be like, isn't she cool? Isn't she interesting? It's like, not really. Like, they keep, that's the thing, if you, you know, the way, I know this isn't how movies and TV work, but like, the way it should be is... You make a movie, and then if everyone loves it, and there's more to tell, then you're like, you know what, we'll make a sequel. Or you're like, you know what, everyone loved that character, maybe we make a spinoff. But to say, like, we're... You don't make... Yeah. (laughs) You don't make a spinoff show of a secondary character of the Hawkeye show. (laughs) Yeah, you made... Before you announced... Before you've even received the news of how good people, like, what people thought of it. Exactly. You announce the spinoff first, and then you throw in, and you're like, look, you love her. She's interesting. It's like, not really. Like, (laughs) it's cinematic suicide. There you go. Um, but anyway, Hawkeye, totally fine. It has some fun moments. And, you know, uh, what's her name? Natasha's friend is okay. She's kind of fun. I like Florence Pugh. Oh, uh, yeah. What's Florence? Yelena, Florence. maybe. But yeah. yeah. Mid. Very mid. Uh, we move on to Moon Knight, which Ooh. I think is probably the best, like. T- oh, you know what? Yeah. I was going to say, like, the best, like, typical superhero thing, like, it's sort of, like, it's the, it's not as mid as Hawkeye, and it's not, like, super original, like, it's still, you know, very kind of, like, superhero showy, and there's some weird stuff in there, but in general, it has, like, a fun premise, a really likable lead, and, like, mm-hmm. a little bit like Loki, I feel like it falls apart towards the end, they go to this afterlife whenever, and I'm like, this is not as interesting as everything else that was happening. But, yeah, the afterlife bit is a little bit, as you say, mid, but the whole thing of... Yeah, you know, like, the, the switching personalities exactly. and stuff like that. Very cool. Yeah, the, the, the way they did it, there's a reason it became kind of, like, a meme and so iconic, because it was, like, it was a really cool idea, the way mm-hmm. they did it with the music as well. And, um, and he, I mean, Oscar Isaac is amazing. He plays the two different parts really, really well. Uh, yeah. I'd love to see him in more more stuff. I thought the suit looked really cool. Some people complained about the CGI. I thought it looked really good. I don't know. I like the suit. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, and, like, Egyptian mythology and stuff. It was just, it was a cool, cool way of doing it. I think that that's... If they did every show, if every show was of the quality of Moon Knight, I think we'd be like, you know what, these are pretty good. Like, because yeah. you're not really like, these these I'm on board. For. Yeah, you're not really expecting Marvel shows to be like you know Game of Thrones or something insane every time because like you know they're making so many and you know they can't really go for that. If they made everything that was like this, where it's like that's a good that's a good show. I watched them like that was solid. That was fun. Mm. Good characters. That was solid. Ethan Hawke walked through some glass. I would, I would say there is a lot of originality in it. Yeah, there is. Like. A lot of stuff we haven't seen before. And, yeah, like, as you said, this very, very likable main character. Yeah. So, Moon Knight, thumbs up. Um, big thumbs up. I like, is it, is it Vishnu, the, the god that he's got the pact with? Maybe. Oh, yeah, big creepy bird thing. Yeah, I'm I like the big that. creepy bird. I think, yeah, when it, I think oh, with a lot no, of these. the idiot's back. <laughs> when they get into, like, the nitty gritty of, like, the mythology and the backgrounds, like, and here are all the gods, and the gods had a meeting, and the gods did this, and they banished him for this. It's like, uh, I don't care. It's not as interesting as, like, there's a big creepy fucking bird skeleton stalking him, you know what I mean? Like, that's much more interesting. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe they can learn from that, learn from what B.H.L. Hudson thinks. Um, <laughs> as the world should. <laughs> we have Ms. Marvel, which I watched two episodes of, and it was hawkeyeing me really bad. It's totally fine. Mm. Kind of fun. I have not seen anything. Couldn't get into it. I was just like, I, I have better things to do with my time, which is saying a lot because I'm BHL Hudson. When do I ever have better things to do with my time? <laughs> but I was like, damn, I really could be doing other things right now. I could be watching the What If show. 
Um, oh yeah. So I rewatched the What If show twenty times. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think she's very good. Whoever they got from Ms. Marvel, I think she's very likable, and you know, I think she would make she makes a good addition to the MCU. She's that you know typical kind of charismatic star that they that thrives. Um, mm. And it's like a kind of fun story, but it was also just like I don't I don't really care. Um, <laughs> this is this is not for me. I Am Groot was a show made, you know, I believe for small children. So I, I watched the first one and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's like, <laughs> so I watched all of it. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's like, you know, kind of little sketches of Groot being cute or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. Uh, and then finally, She-Hulk twerks into the heart of America, the show. <laughs> Did you watch She-Hulk? I don't even remember. I watched like three or four episodes. And honestly, yeah, like, I think it had the kind of like, Almost reverse of what you had for Captain America and Winter Soldier, mm. uh, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, where you were so excited and it ended up kind of disappointing you. I was so like, it's gonna be so trash. Aghast that, at the fact that I was even watching it, I was like, this is gonna be so bad. And it turned out to be not good. Yeah, but not bad. Weirdly, it's one of the ones that I have mo- the most fondness for, even though it's like <laughs> objectively some parts of it are like really poorly done and like such corny writing and such bad effects. But it has like a weird yeah. charm to it. It really does. Like it, it does, especially with Daredevil. With the Daredevil episode is fantastic. I ge- that might be the best Disney Plus episode of anything. Not just because we love that character, but also just a fun episode. But um. Mm. Like, she's very likable, and it's sort of like, the way, I mean, sometimes it's so goofy and dumb that you're like, what the fuck am I watching? But sometimes it's like, oh, this is actually kind of kind of charming, and sort of like, different a little bit at least, and mm-hmm. there was a weird thing where like, I wanted to keep watching. That's the best thing I can say. Some of these shows, like Miss Marvel, for example, I was like, I don't care, yeah. I'm just going to stop watching it. This one, I was like, I actually want to see what they do next, because it's just like such a weird thing, and also to see what people will get unreasonably angry about next, which, you know, is always fun. Which is also, again, yeah. Rich coming from me, who ranted about Michael Douglas loving ants last week for 30 minutes. <laughs> but. Well, I'll also say, um, this this show does bring back sex to Hollywood. It does. In that... We did it. <laughs> we She-Hulk it. and Daredevil. <laughs> it did! Charlie Cox. In that She-Hulk, She-Hulk and Daredevil. Yeah, Charlie Cox it up. Ooh. Um, Charlie. And... He does the, the walk of shame, which is one of the most delightful shots I've ever seen. Very, very, very lovely. Um, just barefooted Charlie Cox. Barefooted, just smiling, walking <laughs> just down the street. Notably knowing he what he did. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. Weird charm. Weird charm. Can't explain it, but I, I actually quite enjoyed it. And yeah, Charlie Cox coming yeah. back was, was, was great fun. I feel like there was another cameo mm-hmm. in there that was... I mean, Mark Ruffalo's, you know, he's fine, whatever. We find out that uh, Steve yeah, Rogers I- is not a virgin. Big dub, bringing sex back to Hollywood. <laughs> who did who did he have sex with? It was some girl in like the nineteen forties. Um, ah, okay. It's implied it might be possibly Peter Quill's grandmother. So maybe oh. Peter Quill should hashtag make daddy a sandwich. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. But it is that's weird. What it is? <laughs> you seem genuinely unhappy about. You're like, oh. That's unfortunate. So he really he really didn't lose his virginity to moment. Peggy, which is What do you uh, say? He didn't lose his virginity to Peggy, which is, you know, kind of sad. Yeah. But also, I mean also that'll be with like old Peggy if he did. Well, no, <laughs> no, but I'm saying he could have done it in like the forties or whatever, right? I guess they didn't have much time. Okay. To <laughs> it's really a shame that he didn't <laughs> lose it to Peggy as she was on her deathbed. <laughs> I, was, I really thought you were going to go in the direction of making some joke about the name Peggy and, and you know, losing your virginity. Oh, but, you know, also very good. Save it for another time. Hey, I will. <laughs> Keep that one in the bank. <laughs> but, yeah, weirdly charming. So, let's rank these shows. Um, worst to best. And I'm going to take out I Am right. Groot, because who cares? You, you, you go first. And then um, I, will, I will think of my rating. All right. And I'll, you know, I will include Ms. Marvel, even though I only saw two episodes. I'm going to go... Hawkeye, worst. Then... Mm. Falcon and Winter Soldier. No. No, no, no. Hawkeye, then Ms. Marvel. Then Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then What If? Then She-Hulk. Then Loki. Then Moon Knight. Then WandaVision. I think. Okay. Okay. Maybe Ms. Marvel. I'm going to hit you with a... um... I'm going to start with Miss Marvel because I haven't seen any of it. Sure. 
Then I'm going to go What If, because I also have not seen that much of it, and I didn't love it. Sure. Then, of the shows I've actually seen, we're going to go Hawkeye. Mm. Then She-Hulk. Ooh. Then uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. If I'm missing one, then let me know uh, at the end. Then we're going to go WandaVision. Yep. Then Loki, then Moon Knight. Although the top two could interchange. I think you got them all. And yeah, that's a, that's a there fair, you go. There fair you go. assessment. That's the, rank, that's the ranking. Mm. Let's see. No, I mean, okay, great. Now it's time for... <gasps> the Dumb News. So we have a... Uh, hmm... We have a kind of a funny news, and then we have kind of a more real news. Why don't we do both? Ooh. Uh, first, Tom Cruise shares his emotional and tearful moment from inter- the news.com.pk when he reunited. That is very funny. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this, is, this is the hilarious one. No. Um, Tom Cruise has revealed that he could not control his emotions when he reunited with actor Val Kilmer for Top Gun Maverick. Um, oh. I just want to say that that was pretty emotional. I've known Val for decades. For him to come back and play that character, he's such a powerful actor that he instantly became that character again. And you're looking at Iceman. I was crying. I got emotional. He's such a brilliant actor, and I love his work. Quite sweet. Also, that is very sweet. I don't get... Too bad you hate Iceman. <laughs> so sorry. Movie. I'm so I'm still so sorry about that. <laughs> I, I I regret that to the day I die. Okay, that was my bad. Um, I also have to say. <laughs> Sorry, this picture of Cruz. Uh, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen Cruz express like a real human emotion. So to see him like actually getting teared up would be yeah. interesting. Um, that would be, uh, yeah, like even when he like showed a bit of fear in The Mummy when he's like screaming in the plane was weird. Yeah, <laughs> it was. I've only seen him express. So seeing him like properly tearing up. Actually, you know what? Violent Young anger. Cruise, I see it. <laughs> like the more modern Cruise, I can't really see it. Young Cruise, I can see it. Yeah, like, that's true. The whole Rain Man thing. Back when he kind of had like more of a soul um and then we have tom from digitalspy.com tom cruise describes the disguise he uses to watch his own releases in cinemas with first of all the scariest photo of cruise i'm no offense i mean let's, he's a beautiful man let's see but it's 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 a strange one and it's just accompanied by the quote <laughs> quote sometimes they spot me and it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just that face <laughs> Why does he look like he ought to be a chef in the menu in that picture? <laughs> he does. I mean, the Cruz hair, it's always so magnificent, but this one, this is not it, Cruz. Um, He's looking a bit scarecrowy. Anyway, it's <laughs> so mean. Let's see. Uh, I'll do some photos and sign some autographs. Okay, but what's the disguise so we can look out for it? Um, well, it's also a bit stupid if he's revealing his disguise, <laughs> isn't it? He wears a baseball cap. Really? Tom, what are you, God. the guy from You? Ooh, topical reference. Thank you. I, know, <laughs> I assume. Uh, so when I, so I do when I make a film, I want to go see it with an audience. Ima- can I just say? I mean, I'm sure we touched on this, but imagine you're in the cinema watching a Tom Cruise movie. Like, imagine if it's you and I watching <laughs> The Mummy, and we're like laughing, we're like, "This movie fucking sucks," and then we turn around, and it's Tom Cruise in a baseball <laughs> cap. <laughs> God. Imagine he's just sitting like in the seat right next to us. He's got like <laughs> su- like aviators on, baseball cap. We're laughing. He slowly just turns. <laughs> he slowly pulls out a baseball bat from his ass. <laughs> Raptor noises erupt from the cinema. <laughs> Everyone else turns around too. He's bought out the entire place with goons. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> I'm just saying, because I mean, I know he generally is in good movies, but we are. (laughs) What if he's like in a really bad one, and the whole audience just thinks it's super stinky, and he has like a Brad Pitt in in Babylon moment where he like watches an audience laugh at him? No, not the other Brad Pitt in Babylon (laughs) moment. Um, I know that's what you were thinking. We're not saying that would happen. Literally not what I was. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, good for Cruz, I guess. Um, Oh boy. Well, now it's time for the announcements and such. I have to say, I'm kind of nervous about these comments, because after we finished that episode, I was a little bit like, ah, I think we went, maybe, maybe went a little harsh on this one. And I feel like a lot of the comments were like, yeah, you, you guys, uh, guys are a bit mean. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> you guys kind of, I need to tone it down a bit. Because we had, uh, let's see. We have 21 comments. All right, let's do this. 21 comments? Shelf Enthusiast says, 
no joke, I was so delirious by the time Quantumania was over that I actually thought I fell asleep during the movie and everything I remembered about it was a dream. I only found out later via friends who also saw it that I wasn't dreaming and the movie really was that big of a clusterfuck. Okay. Okay. We're on board. Nice. Um, <laughs> Josie says, I will admit I thought Quantumania was okay, but I'm so nervous about the rest of the MCU, especially Kang Dynasty. And also says, when Modok revealed his face, I normally don't talk in movies, but I audibly shouted, what the fuck? Probably the worst CGI <laughs> in a movie I've ever seen. Seeing his ass made me cringe out of existence, says ZJ. Um, yeah, so, okay, so we're, we're on board. We take constructive mm-hmm. criticism, though, or, like, if people have disagreements, we'll take it. Because so far, yeah. we're, we're go- going okay. Alpha says, mm-hmm. one thing you failed to mention in the previous part about DreamWorks films is that Ants, with a Z, Stallone voices a buff ant, and then in Rotel Dorado, it also stars Kenneth Branagh, a.k.a. Hercule Poirot, as the voice of the deranged, crazy blonde one that looks like Freddy. That's a good point. <laughs> I don't like this. this <laughs> you, I don't like this. You are him. Um, <laughs> Josie. I am Hercule Poirot. <laughs> uh, you're not the only one who had that brain fart, BHL. I thought you were talking about Spirited and not the horse movie, too. Let's go. I'm not dumb. Um, nice. ZJ says, great way to start my week-long break. Also, fuck Denmark and your standards of living. Your high standards of living. I believe ZJ is our half-Swedish listener. So, Where is where's, where's this? When? Uh, CJ. Yeah, ZJ. No, and ZJ said this episode was extremely funny and had me dying. Thank you, ZJ. To which NMS says, sorry to hear, podcast should not be killing people. Peacemaker, not a joke. And Daniel (laughs) says, ZJ, what a joke. Josie says, these are getting out of hand. Too many people are dying from these pods. Guys, so nice, but also... Guys, come on. You're you're too kind. You treat us too well. Actually, okay, I thought these comments were going to be brutal. I feel like (laughs) they've just been very nice. Um... Cal W says, slight spoilers for Ant-Man 3. The shot of Modoc's ass in the movie is where cinema peaked. Movie was met, but the ass shot was amazing. I agree. Really hot, honestly. Um, honestly, super erotic. <laughs> Daniel says, another really great and enjoyable episode. Keep up the Hank Pym-esque work. Mean. Mean comment. Um, I really well Very thought- Very rude. <laughs> I really well thought out your guys' review on Ant-Man 3 was one of your best reviews I've ever done on the pod. Never mind, we should be meaner, I guess. <laughs> we should, yeah. Um, I was, I mean, we went in depth, in fairness. No, we did, we did. Uh, it is sad how the MCU went from some pretty some pretty films that I was really looking forward to, to now just pretty mid and quite boring films. Here's hoping Guardians 3 is another Wakanda Forever, and not another Black Widow or Love and Thunder. And my interest in the MCU has gone down quite a bit over the past year. There are some good things, but overall the MCU has become quite mid, I'm afraid. Dink for hiccup, hashtag Darren is a dick. And the film... <laughs> hashtag, the, hashtag dick for <laughs> The Flash film looks pretty... Here's hoping it's actually good. I know just a pretty mid-nostalgia trip. Michael Cockless. So, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel always coming through nice. with the, the wisdom there. But uh, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> thank you, Daniel. Uh, NMS says, I think it's seriously worrying about the quality of Ant-Man 3 has made Ant-Man look like some achievement in cinema. The OG movie was good and at least didn't look like a giant slog of horrible green screen. I think whatever touch Edgar Wright left on Ant-Man really made a small impact. Feige should be ashamed that this place is the same time as Avatar 2. That's a good point, actually. Edgar Wright probably had, like, a tiny bit of input, or a tiny bit of stuff from mm. the first Ant-Man. That's maybe why it was less mid. Jaden Lewis says, I like how they say there's a plot. Big, I believe, uh, <laughs> dig at Ant-Man. Good stuff. Yeah. And finally, the Outlook, a.k.a. your boy Lele, says, mm-hmm. a few thoughts on Quantum... Quantum... <laughs> <laughs> Few thoughts of Quantum. Quantumania. You know it's not a good Ant-Man movie when Michael Pena's not in it? That's a good point. I heard someone mention that, like, True. if he... He's if he'd, by far the most enjoyable. If they brought him to the Quantum Realm, that would have been a good time. He could be just goofing around. Mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage would have made a phenomenal MODOK. Hashtag Dink for MODOK. I found it annoying how the entire Pym family clowns on Scott Lang for being happy about the fact he saved the world. He went from a burglar to an Avenger, cut him some slack. Agreed. They were unnecessarily mm-hmm. dickish. World building the Quantum Realm felt extremely strange. We went from 3D geometry in the first Ant-Man... To tardigrades, tardigrades in Ant-Man yeah. the Wasp, or Lele coming through with the, with the, with the, <laughs> with, the with the lingo. In this movie, we have full-on civilizations whose members bear little to no resemblance to each other: telepath, lamppost, human, jello blob. Quite indifferent to the James Cameron Avatar, but the quantum realm looks lacks the biological consistency that made Avatar work. Very good point. Better said than um, I could have put it. Although, the we, the we, the we can. <laughs> Although the first Ant-Man movie has its flaws, I love it that as a heist film, it makes full use of Scott Lang's skills, and it feels like Lang genuinely matters as a character. The less said about Quantum Mania, the better. Yeah, and also that people pointed out, like, they don't really use the shrinking and growing stuff anymore, which is the whole point of Ant-Man as a character. Yeah, the whole thing of Ant-Man. Like, I guess he's quantum, so. Yeah, but it's also like, fuck off. That's whatever. Um, 
The less said about Quantumania, the better, but the real question is, was the post credit scene racist? Which was a reference to, um, Lele sent me an article saying that the post credit scene was racist because it had... The one with Loki or the one with all the Kangs? With all the Kangs, because they were... And this is, this is according to that article, which I thought was very stupid. They were all, like, shouting like monkeys or something, making, like, monkey noises, and they were like how racist of this film. And I would just like to say, I think that's on the person who wrote the article for thinking yeah, of that. That's just interpreting yeah, that weird. <laughs> that's a you thing. I think you have some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah, I think that is fully on that's you, That's definitely sir. you. What's, what's happening here? That's, that's messed up. So the only one in the world who <laughs> thought that. <laughs> yeah. Who then wrote an article about it. So yeah, no, I think that's very stupid. And um, yeah, weird weird article choice. Um, anyway, thank you, Lele. <laughs> um, we now go to the fan page. Mm. Let's see if there's been anything this week. Poorly planned podcast memes. Uh, there's not, but that's okay. You're off the hook, Kian. Links down below to those fan pages, by the way. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, leave a comment down below what you thought of this episode, how you would rank the Disney Marvel Phase 4 shows, and uh, all that good stuff. You can drop a like, subscribe, hit the bell button, did I already say that? You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the Poorly Planned Podcast. Leave a five-star rating and nice review. Tell your friends about the pod. We're also on YouTube, of course. You can find me on YouTube, BHL Hudson, Instagram, Twitter, BHL underscore Hudson. You can email the pod at BHLHudson, visit gmail.com. I'm also on TikTok at BHL Hudson and Letterboxd at RealBHLHudson. You can find me on Twitter at FDK underscore Dalt Sniper. You can find me on Instagram at Fidelgard. You can find me on Letterboxd at FDK underscore Thwelms and on YouTube at FDK Space Gaming. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Would you have sex with yourself? Yes. 100%.